As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Very spooky. Hey everyone, thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Not really, at least. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download the Spotify Greenroom app and sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join. You can also click on the link in our series or episode descriptions. And then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live, which is every Tuesday, and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hello. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Do you like when I log in on Campfire Stories because I just get to talk right away? It's and then you the have best. to wait for me to find myself to bring up? It's the best. I don't have to just talk to myself and entertain myself. No, it works out. It, it works, works in your favor. Well, hello, everyone. I love seeing everyone join the chat. Corinne is on vacation right now, and I'm I know. jealous. She looks Everyone's like, you're constantly on vacation. I'm like, but I'm not. I think people got confused when I was, well, it definitely felt like a vacation for me. When I was working remotely while my parents were on vacation, and I was piggybacking oh, off of their yeah. condo. So this is my first true vacation. I'm in the Caribbean. Ooh, ooh. I'm drinking painkillers. I'm doing island things. You look relaxed. I know not Do everyone I... else can see you, but you look sun-kissed. You just, I, I'm jealous. Thanks. I, I bought this like mineral sunscreen. It's CeraVe. It's like CeraVe mineral sunscreen for your face. Uh-huh. I was like, great. Perfect. I'll protect my face. It full on goes on white. Like I have extreme white cast from it. Does it have so, zinc? So, it must. It yeah. must. But my whole face, it just looks like I'm wearing like a white face mask the whole time I'm down there. And the rest of my body, I use a different sunscreen. But I, I look a little crazy. I love it. I'm not getting sunburned, which is great. That's the most important oh, part. Protect wait, your skin. To, protect my skin. I have to tell you something. And what? also for everyone in the chat who's asking if there's a theme, we do have a theme tonight. We do. It's haunted hometowns. What are your your home haunted house ghosts? What did you grow up with? And haunted houses, your haunted local restaurants or bookstores or shops or your high school. I mean, this is a broad theme, which we're excited about. So hometown I, haunts, hometown haunts. I can't wait. 
Okay, I have to complain for a little bit though, which okay, I feel about like what? such a shithead complaining about vacation. But <laughs> yeah, no sympathy here. <laughs> no, I know many other things going on. I don't need to complain about this, but I'm going to because it all comes back to this and us being here for spooky things. So you know, Sabrina, that my family yeah. went through a whole lot of travel issues getting here. Basically, we are going to the Caribbean. We had a direct flight. It got moved to a uh, layover the layover got in late and the the plane we were supposed to get on second left early so we got oh my gosh trapped trapped saying trapped in puerto rico seems like i want to hit myself for saying that. you were delayed to your final destination yes so we spent a night in puerto rico and so we went out and we like got drinks and got dinner and we're hanging out at some other hotel restaurant and we are walking through the lobby and then Brian, my boyfriend goes, should we go to the casino? And my family's like, yeah. And like, we're not gamblers at all. <laughs> so we go in and he was like, just play a slot, just play a slot. And he was like, play this one. And I was like, no. And then I remembered when I was in Florida, when I bought peanut brittle from this lady, she told me that I had to like put out my hand, like Reiki vibes and like choose the one that called to me for my peanut brittle. And I was like, uh-huh. why can't I do that for slots? So I walked around half of the, I didn't even tell you this. I walked around half the casino with my hand out, like feeling for where it like bugs, like where I got the best vibration and like warmth Corinne. on my hand. And I sat down, I put $5 in and I won $20. It was the first time I ever won. Corinne, you're magical. I know. And I was like, this Mom, is a, do it. an amazing skill. I know. Right. I was like, I was so nervous too. Cause I was like, they have cameras. They're always watching. They're going to pull me aside thinking I'm a witch. <laughs> like, they're um, gonna, It's going to be like 1700s where they're going to throw me in jail. Cause I won $20 for $20. Um, I mean, it, yeah, I'm so congratulations. What an exciting, you're I that know. much closer to winning the lottery. Well, okay. And then my mom did it too. Cause I was like, mom, like her and I both took Reiki together. We're like Reiki level ones. So I was like, mom, do it. And so she went around and she felt it. And she kept coming back to this one, like, mm-hmm. Lucky Cherries machine. And then she won money, too. And we were both like, yeah. How much did Deb win? Um, She, I think she won, like, five bucks. Wow. You guys are bucks. winners. So, yeah, it was so immediately cash thing. out. We're not, like, true, true yeah, gamblers. Yeah. We're like, cash out. You're done. smart gamblers. <laughs> You're smart. Here wow. I thinking they were coming for me for my... $20. Did I ever tell you about a family friend we had who had that gift and she knew immediately upon walking into casino what slot machine would win and she would always win money? I don't think you've ever told me this. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think we're family friends with them anymore. Are you well you better make it happen again. Thanks, Dad. But um <laughs> but uh I am curious. I wonder if uh, I I never did anything wrong, so maybe I can reconnect yeah, you with should them. Mend that relationship. Yeah. Be like, hey, I'm in town. Do you want to meet at this casino? We can talk <laughs> it over. <laughs> I'll let you pick where we want to sit. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh. Man. Okay. Well, you guys, this is just a lucky day for everyone, including Corinne, and a lucky vacation. And it's going to be a great episode of spooky stories. I can tell already. Like we said, there is a theme. It is haunted hometowns. We're going to invite people up on stage. So please um, try to only raise your hand if you do have a haunted hometown related story. We next week next week won't have a theme so after that it'll be free for all again 
free for all. But uh, yeah, come on up, share your stories. Let's try to keep them to five-ish minutes. Obviously, we know that time restraints are constraints are, yeah, whatever. Just tell your story the way you want to, but try to keep it shorter so that we can get as many of you up here as possible. Also, Sabrina, just for you to know, my parents are, my family's shrinking down by the pool right now. My dad was like, I'm going to raise my hand. Don't, don't let any of my family members up if they call, if they get up. Good to know. Okay. It would be fun, but good to know. No, 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 no. Okay. Draw that line in the sand. All right. That's my boundary. No drunken family members. It's important to set boundaries. Okay, good. (laughs) All right. I'm going to bring up Jasmine. I'm so excited, you guys. I've been listening forever. Oh, you have? Oh, that's so Yes. Yes, you're the first podcast I ever listened to. And wow. I started with uh, stories that people sent in with hometown hauntings. Yeah, the encounters. Yes, encounters. Yes, thank you. I'm nervous for some reason. Um, oh, don't be. We're <laughs> I'm also I'm also in the middle of feeding my cats, so please excuse any noises that you hear. Meow, meow, hello, cats. Yeah, there's to Sabrina's life. And when we were <laughs> right. every time we record, yes. it's like around the time that Leia is about to eat, so she associates like the microphone with food and goes. Wild. Yes. Yep, yep. I love hearing her. It's awesome. Your cats for being quiet as you're. They can't. They can't be in the same room as me when I'm getting their food ready. So (laughs) you can't hear them. They're being plenty noisy though. Don't worry. Um. So anyway, yeah. I grew up in a super haunted house. Um. We moved in when I was 14, I think. And um, the first night we stayed there. Um, I, my parents gave me like the upstairs master bedroom cause it's a huge old like Victorian house built in like late 1800s mm-hmm. and they moved it from some land onto the property they have it on now. And they still live there by the way, and things still have it. But, um, they originally had it at a different location by a family cemetery so, like, back in the day when people were, when people died, they just buried them, like, close by, like, a family cemetery on their property right. instead of, like, a big one. So, oh. the first night we ever, yeah, very cool, right? Um, the first night we ever stayed there, um, I was up late as 14-year-old, like, hanging up posters and, like, doing 14-year-old girl things in my room. And so, I didn't go to bed till super, super late. And I had just barely fallen asleep. And I woke up to what sounded like a small child going, ah, ah, like right by my head. Ooh. Like if you're in the middle of the night and you wake up and you like throw up or have to get a drink of water or something, that's exactly what it sounded like. And I opened my eyes and there was nobody there. I was like, okay, well, it could have been my brother. And I kind of went back to sleep. And the more I thought about it over the next couple of days, I was like, there's no way I would have heard, heard my brother from across the hall in my room that close it sounded like it was like next to my face and so I told my mom and my mom was like oh my god I've heard that too I was like oh my god great that's terrific and so she heard it while she was yeah she heard it while she was riding her um super loud from the 80s stationary bike in the middle of the living room after everybody had left and so she had her stationary bike going and she had the TV on super loud to override the super loud stationary bike. And she heard it with all of that other noise going on. And then, um, so that was the big main thing that happened to me. And then also I went to go upstairs 
and I went to grab the doorknob and it turned in my hand and I thought it was one of my brother's friends on the other side. So I went to open it real quick to, I went to open it real quick to scare them and nobody was there. And there's no way. Haunting of Hill House. Oh my God. Yes, 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 yes. Um, and there's no way that somebody could have been standing there and then run up the stairs that fast. Absolutely. Okay, not. You probably would have heard them. Oh, I would have heard and seen them for sure. Yeah. Wait, this is at the, this is in the old Victorian. Yeah. Yeah. So they, there's like do, doors why everywhere. Why did they give you the, why did your parents give you the, um, master bedroom? Were they scared of it? Well, okay. Why so I had a choice. I know. So, so it gets worse. I had a choice. They were either, either going to give me the attic Super creepy door in the floor attic as my bedroom. <laughs> or, yeah, so I was like, nope, I will take the room on the main floor. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think I made the better choice. But then I, I guess I must have been in the little kid's, like, old parent's room because he thought he needed to wake me up or whatever. So then, um, yeah, the doorknob turned in my hand. Uh, he played the piano for my sister and freaked her out really bad. Oh, God. Um, he likes to turn lights on randomly in rooms that no one's in um it's just a whole bunch of little things have happened and then my mom decided she was going to do some research because the guy that we got the house from um ended up having dementia shortly after all of these things started happening so we couldn't even ask him and he was the last living person that would have known any history about the house so my mom decided to do some research on her own and she um she found out that a small child named Elliot, E-L-L-I-O-T-T-E, however you say that, oh. um, a small child died in the house when he was either, oh, my dogs are going crazy, sorry, when he was either like four or six. The kid still does stuff with my, um, my mom is home a lot during the week by herself because my dad travels for work, but he'll like, um, if he doesn't want her to like take a nap or be in her room by herself he'll run around and like bang on the windows she can hear him like running around in the floor above her um my brother heard somebody upstairs one night thinking that my parents had just gotten home like the big um old wood oak door in the front opened he heard it open and close and somebody come in and then like an hour later he heard it open and close again and he's like well why would mom and dad come home twice that doesn't make any sense and he went up there and they're like, no, it wasn't us the first time. There was nobody here. And we were like, oh, well, I guess the ghost is walking around outside and then coming back inside. This is wow. so, so it's and, still there. Like this has been happening yeah. for years. Yeah. Wow. Sometimes he'll he'll like lay down and have a nap with my mom. My mom can like feel him get into bed with her, like sit on the bed. Oh, my God. How well, old do you think he is? Innocent. Either. Well, so records in town, like newspaper records and death records are different than what the grave says so the grave says like four I don't remember which one's which but the grave says like he was four but in town the records say he was six and he just died of like I mean back then it could be a common cold you know and a lot of times they just died at home and it was super sad but yeah there's conflicting death dates so he's around five four or five or six yeah super sad yeah, and then, I'm super sad that he passed away, but I'm also glad that, like, <laughs> I mean, your family sounds like everybody's had an experience, and obviously, like, hauntings are scary, especially when someone's, when you're when you're not expecting someone to, like, lay down for a nap or, like, be on the other right. side of the door. It's still spooky, but I'm uh-huh. glad he has, you know, your family to hang out with. Yeah, yeah, he's super non, like, 
non-scary and not terrorizing or anything right, you know he's not trying to hurt you which is great just wow. no not at all he child. like yeah he kind of plays little tricks on us like he'll leave stuff in places we didn't put it like it's he's just kind of goofy well it sounds like with so many years of this this kid haunting your house you guys probably have so many stories that oh we would love to hear will you email us some more i actually emailed you all of this it's like a lot it's a whole lot of stuff okay perfect i'll look at it i'll see the race that sabrina and i have to like the the gmail yeah (laughs) i'll see if i can find it again and resend it to you okay thank you so much for sharing with us give all your pets thank you guys kisses from us and are you sweet oh i will yes (laughs) (laughs) yes thanks guys wow what a um solid experience. start that's like yeah th- here Haley just comes on and it's like here's a thousand ghost stories from the house I grew yeah, up oh in my that's gosh. wild wild this okay. is the one time I actually did trust that the child was a child and not a demon yeah especially because they had the records I feel like you yeah. need proof you need the evidence I need the evidence Give yeah. me and even the then you might question it as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to bring up Jasmine because Jasmine's back. I have two stories. They're both kind of short, though. Love it. Okay, cool. So this, my first story is, um, this one kind of like embarked my whole obsession of the supernatural. It happened when I was like four or five years old. And my parents were really young parents. So we had just moved into like our first apartment um, with two bedrooms. So I was really excited to have my own bedroom. And our very first night that we stayed there and slept and everything, I woke up in the middle of the night and there was this little boy and he was glowing, like glowing blue, bright blue, white. And he was glowing and he was right next to my bed and he was playing with my toys. And I was like, I I started talking to him and I sat in front of him and I started to play and he wasn't really responding. So I was really confused and I go into the living room. Hold on, baby. Hold on. You gotta be quiet. Oh my gosh. I, my, my kid is in here too. That made me think of a little boy that you saw. That was a perfect timing on your. your oh, I know. Did that scare part. you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, I go into the living room. My dad's still awake. And I tell him, hey, there's this little boy in my room. And he's like, what? So he rushes to my room. He turns on the light, and there's nobody in there. And I saw in his face that he was scared and I didn't even know what a ghost was. So I didn't know what to think. And so he made me sleep in his room and I was scared to go back into my room for like maybe like a year and a half after that. 
It's so funny because you weren't scared at all until like you saw his reaction. Yeah. Yeah. It was was so, you were naive and young and you didn't really understand. You just thought it was another boy in the room. Yeah. And then I never saw him after that. Wow. Didn't feel threatened. It was kind of cool. Micah, hold on. Hold on, Kay. So my second story, it's a secondhand story, my boyfriend's story, but it's like one of the scariest ones I've ever heard. So I'm already scared. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So he was, so this place takes place in Aurora, Colorado. It's kind of like an older neighborhood um, where like all the backyards are um, separated by chain link fences. So you can, Mm -hmm. you can see in everybody's yard. And him and his friend were just sitting in the backyard by um, the fire, just shooting the shit. And all of a sudden, they both hear, like, something hitting the chain link fences, like, consistently. And each sound, with each sound, it's getting closer and closer to them. Like, what the fuck is going on? So they stay quiet. And um, all of a sudden, they look to the right of his backyard. And there's this woman they, they couldn't really see her, but they could still see the silhouette of her. And um, they, like, look at her, and she speaks first, and she goes, there's these guys chasing me. Can I come in? Oh. And oh. and this is kind of a bad part of Denver. Like, you, you don't let anybody in your house, especially if there's right. people chasing them. So he's like, fuck that. No. Like, who's chasing you? And she just repeats herself and she's just like, there's these guys chasing me. Can I come in? And he's no, he's like, no, you can't. And the next thing, like she says, let me in. But like under her voice is like, he described it as like a demonic sound. Like, let me in. Oh, oh my gosh. And he's like, no. And him and his friend just started to go inside. And then as soon as they got closer to her, she ran off and when she ran off he said it was like olympian speed very yeah. silent couldn't hear her she just took off into the night and they kind of like went into the street to see if they could see her and there was nothing oh my gosh uh, yeah that was so unsettling and i'm like vampire I, you know like when you mama of the bdk <laughs> like who is this i know, I know. Yeah. or like a demon i just it's so hard to know yeah and she was just like hopping fences and these backyards right. they're pretty big you can't just like hop easily from oh. fence to fence but oh, she was I have just the like, shivers, like clearing picturing this lady yeah just like full on and, track and, and field vaulting over being like let me in but it would be so scary i mean like i'm thinking like if i was in trouble like or if someone was chasing me i would truly like run to a house nearby and ask for help so like in the off chance it was real, like it's worrying. But then when her voice, the fact that she dropped to this like yeah. deep voice and became a lot more intimidating was- and scary is so telling. And I'm glad that nothing bad did happen. Yeah, me too. And that's when he got scared was when her voice had like two tones to it. It was, it was a like- black. It was a black eyed kid. <gasps> oh, yeah, I believe it. <laughs> A black man is all real, and it's a legend. <laughs> it is. He knows all about them. <laughs> Does he see any ghosts? Um, actually, um, New Year's Eve, this past New Year's Eve, uh, kind of blizzard here in Colorado, and um, we just stayed in, and we were in bed way before midnight, and him and I woke up maybe around two o'clock, and 
there was this random knock on the door and he rushes to the window to see who it is. And there was nobody there. He's like, Hey, there's nobody here. So I look over, I go to look in the window and there was nobody there, not even footprints in the snow. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So oh, wow. Does it scare? Does it... Oh, is he whispering ghost stories to you? Yeah. Right he now? wants to tell his story, but <laughs> bring him on. Let's hear it. Well, his is very similar to the ones I've already told that he just kind of <laughs> adds his own exaggerations to. Does he want to say and whisper, see you on the other side for us? Do you want to say, see you on the other side? You got to whisper it though, okay? Okay. I want to see you on the side. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> that was, that so was the great. best one. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Thank you. That was so Where's much fun. Where's my black kid story? Jasmine, we're so grateful for both of you contributing to this episode. It was so great. And uh, I mean, terrifying, but we're so grateful. Thank you so much for coming up here and sharing. I want to tell them my black eyed story. I want to tell them my black Next time. Okay. You can also email it to us if you want. Do you want to write it down? Mm-hmm. Or we can record you saying it and then yeah. send it to them? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. Right. Thank Thanks, you. Jasmine. Oh, my God. That like, warmed my heart. We have to have so we have to have a kids special. For all the kids I thought you were gonna say we stories. have to have a kid, like we have to have one. You and I, you together, and I together. Our seed, our spawn. A cross country child that we share oh, together. I'm smiling so hard. I know that those scary those stories are scary, but now I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it from him first. Black eyed kids. They're Black eyed kid. Wow. It's legend, but they're also a thing. They are a thing. Okay. I'm going to bring up Elizabeth. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello. 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 Oh, my God. I didn't think I was going to get to talk. (laughs) Here you are. Well, here you are. I was just on the phone with my sister, and I sent her the the link to to join this campfire stories and I was like oh I probably won't get to talk but you know you could just listen with me and so now she did she join I was like quick text her tell your time you're doing it right now (laughs) she's here and she's gonna make fun of me later she's like "Ah." (laughs) no no I can't wait to hear your story yeah is this just your story or did you guys yeah it's just mine she was there for a lot of it but she never really saw anything or she would just get scared with me. I don't. I don't think she actually <laughs> was, was visually seeing what I was seeing. Yeah. But basically, um, I lived in this really old house in Illinois, and it was in like a small um, village, I guess. And it was a 200-year-old house or something like that. And I lived up in the attic with my sister. And what is up with people living in? Or being offered to live in the attic this episode. <laughs> it was finished. It had carpet and everything. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I there was like this creepy trap door like on the wall behind where our clothes would hang, and there was also like two other closets in the corner that were really just creepy and weird. And one day I was hearing like a lot of scratching coming from the other side of the trap door. So I was like, oh, there's probably a raccoon or a squirrel or something. Let me go check it out. And I opened the trap door and that side of the attic was not finished. It was just like beams and exposed wires and like stuff like that. And I kept hearing it and then I kept hearing like a crying and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, sorry. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> <You're fine. laughs> right after we had the kid. Come on. 
And I turned on my phone flashlight and I looked around and in the corner, I saw like a woman that was like hunched over. And I was oh, like, no. yeah. And I was like, what? You know, I was freaking out. And right when I put the flashlight on her, she like turned towards me and jumped at me. Oh. And, <gasps> and I screamed at the top of my lungs. I crawled away from the trap door and I, and my sister was asleep on the bed. Like, five feet away and I was like Nicole Nicole wake up oh my god and she's like why 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 and I was like there's a lady there was a lady in there and yeah no there was no lady I, we looked all inside there and she was just gone and um I've also had wait okay that- but did you see her again ever yes yeah <gasps> no yeah so it would it would be like a reoccurring thing, like the scratching and like the crying noises. And oh my God, um, oh. I thought I was just going crazy because nobody else would hear it except me or oh, my dad. Worst. Yeah, my dad, he would just say like, oh, it's just the house settling. It's an old house. You're not hearing things right, et cetera. And um, so I what's it called? I for the longest time, I, I just thought I was crazy. And then I just started seeing like shadow people walking around, like oh inside gosh. the little closets and stuff, like them <gasps> just standing there waiting for in me to closet. wake up or something. Yeah. It really makes me wonder if whoever built this house did this on purpose. Like, did they build small trapdoors and strange spaces to freak out potential owners? Or was uh, like, what was the purpose? I, don't, I think it was just storage. I have no idea. <laughs> Like, I guess I always think someone has an ulterior motive. <laughs> yeah, like one of those um, rooms they would abandon people in. Yeah, I home. do want trapdoors in my home. In the I just can't believe the first time you saw her, she lunged at you. I'm like, I can't get past that. <laughs> Girl, this I couldn't believe it either. <laughs> thing ever. So what happened? At, okay, take let, not to cause you more trauma, but let's let close your eyes and take me back there <laughs> to, to that moment okay. when that was happening and you were screaming. Did you watch her run away? Did she like evaporate? Did she like slither back into the door? Like what? What happened? No, she, she like go? turned. It was like as she got closer, it was like I could kind of see through it, and it just like went oh. through me, like in oh. a like in a ghost movie, like Casper, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it was. Whoa. It was the worst thing ever. Yeah. Well, Birdie has a good question. He said, "Did you pee? Because I would have peed." <laughs> no, no, I didn't pee. I just screamed really loud. I always. I always saw like spooky things and ghosts and stuff like that, like growing up. And so it, it was shocking because it lunged at me. Um, yeah. Prior to that, I would just see like just things walking around or trying to talk to me and stuff. So uh, I have, I have an email in my drafts that I'm composing all my stories in. But, oh my gosh, um, we can't wait. Yeah. It is such a bummer that you were the only one experiencing all of this like that's the worst we always talk about it like when your reality feels like it feels like you're the only one experiencing it so you question your reality yeah and my sister texted me she said tell him about the white nun lady I saw when I woke up (laughs) Elizabeth no (laughs) and she just said um she just said she woke up and I think it was in the same attic room that we had And she saw a white faced nun across the room and um, she tried to look at it more and it disappeared. Uh, 
and because heck? she closed her eyes really hard. She's like, no, 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 no. She's terrified of every anything like that. What the heck is happening in this house? I don't know. I think it's because it's so old. Yeah. Do you know the history of it? No, I always wanted to look it up. And then there's more trap doors in the house. Like that, that we never knew. Really about. cool. I'm I want to come tour your home. <laughs> it's haunted. It's so creepy. It we got this like cat, um, this rescue cat, and it ran away from us and ducked under where we kept our shoes. And it just disappeared and we're like, where, where did it go? And we realized right where we keep our shoes is another trap door that we <gasps> never knew about. Are you sure you don't have people living in your walls? I feel like that would <laughs> that would be my first nightmare. Wait, you don't live in that <laughs> house still, do you? Did I just no that? no okay no I don't um but we looked in there and it's just like a giant concrete room with this huge I don't even know what it is like a, a huge machine it looks like and it Whoa. has these concrete slabs on top of it too and it has a bunch of things like scattered on the floor I never got the guts to go in there because it was so scary and we had to climb through this like cat sized slit in the floor what this and is it, like some like H.H. H. Holmes or Sweeney Todd type of home. Like I feel yeah. like there were some secret things happening underneath these trap doors. Probably. Um, oh. But I I thought I was going crazy. And so, um, but I, I moved out of there. I moved to California with my sister and um, my dad, he like two years later, he, he was still living in the house at that point. Two years later, he calls me freaking out. And I was like, what? What's going on? And he was like, was the lady you used to see, did she have red hair? And I was like, yes. And she was. he was like, I just saw her. I was like, no, you did not. And he's like, I just saw her. She was peeking around the corner at me, smiling. Ew. Oh, I hate gosh. her movements. No. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> That's terrifying. Mm-hmm. Wow. This house sounds so paranormally active. Your sister's not afraid to make fun of you. You had a ghost lunge at you and torment you. This is, <laughs> this is so scary. She should be thanking you that it, that you took all the attention <laughs> and that the ghost didn't come for her. It was so bad, dude. Like, it was, it was oh so creepy. And oh. just throughout the night, you know, like it waking me up, shaking me awake, like whispering things and just being genuinely just horrifying, you know, like. How do you sleep uh, at night these days? Like, did that last with you? Like, did it make sleeping really difficult for you? No, I, you know, like low key, I'm still kind of haunted in a way. Like, um, there's been this one ghost. It's like a guy. He's followed me since I was nine years old. And. The first time I saw him, it was like during a tornado. We were all like uh, me, my whole family, we were all in this basement, like hiding, you know, and um, I woke up because I thought I heard someone like calling my name and I woke up and there was just this this 20 something year old guy standing in the middle of our basement and it was a creepy basement. It was just like a cellar, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what do you want? Like, who is this? I tried waking up my dad, but he was, he was passed out. And he was, he was basically like, Shh, go back to sleep. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and mm-hmm. so ever since then, like um, that same one has always followed me. What if he's and, like a spirit guide or a guardian? I don't know, because like I thought he was for the longest time. But then about a year ago, um, I was having a really bad experience with some sort of 
I don't know, like another ghost or a demon or something. Uh, Elizabeth, casual. It's all in the email. It's coming. I'm so sorry. No, I'm Um, so excited to hear this. And um, I was just, I was hiding in my room because I was home alone at that point. And it was in my ex's house. And I was living with his family. And I was hiding in the room. They all left for a camping trip. And you could just hear like footsteps running across the, like everywhere across the floor, like shaking my doorknob, banging on the walls. And um, so I called my friend to come over to, you know, like, oh, if I'm not alone, they'll they'll stop bugging me, you know. And Mm -hmm. um, I was sitting on my bed. I was just like, ignore it, ignore it, whatever. And the same 20 something year old guy ghost, he was just standing next to my bed all of a sudden. I was like, oh, hey what's up and he turned to me and before he always had his eyes closed for some reason and he turned to me and opened his eyes like crazy wide and it was just like black pits with like little white dots in the middle oh oh my gosh I was like get away from me like what are you doing oh my gosh so I was I haven't really seen him seen him since then I feel him when he's around and occasionally I'll see something walk by or or something like that or something will wake me up like shake me awake and I know it's it's him but I don't know what that was about you know okay (laughs) Elizabeth it's like you just have this like very calm demeanor about yourself and then you're telling us the most horrifying (laughs) things at the exact same time so I'm like I feel I feel comforted by your voice but terrified by your story (laughs) no it's the best I love it and I'm sorry that you keep going through this I'm curious yeah I want to hear everything else you'll have to email us but I'm also curious if you've ever tried to do I mean it sounds like you're a medium or you're just very open and spirits are coming to you but yeah, do you... I have a theory that both my parents are psychic because my mom constantly sees ghosts. Oh, so it runs in the family. Yeah. Wow. With the exception of your sister. Yeah. She <laughs> yeah. <that> <laughs> okay. Well, have you ever tried to close yourself off or are you fine with it? Are you open to it? I'm open to it. I recently tried to like shut it all out because it was just getting a bit much and the whole like demonic whatever with the footsteps in my ex's house that happened right after a Ouija board so oh that's kind of when wow. I was kind of done with everything because it just freaked me out so much yeah which you know not responsible of me I totally get it like, I should <laughs> yeah that's your friends we were tempting put away your Ouija board for now yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow well thank you so much for sharing with us Elizabeth we hope that this scary entity doesn't continue to follow you i know thank you thank you wow jason in the chat a while ago he had a he had a interesting thought and he said maybe her house used to be a funeral home because that would make sense for like the nun and the trap doors and all the spirits i wonder if you could like reverse image look up what that weird device in the basement was maybe it would come up with something interesting it is also funny seeing people in the chat being like oh man i'm jealous i wish i could see spirits but then it's like do you be careful what you wish for? I feel like it could be terrifying. Although during, as Elizabeth was talking, someone was like, you know, stories like this make me glad that I've only had one experience. Yeah. 
Okay, Christy in the chat actually said something very interesting. She said, I'm a professional medium, and while you can turn off your natural abilities, I never recommend it. The energy has to go somewhere, and often it goes into depression and anxiety oh, and insomnia. Interesting. Hmm. That's so fascinating. So I guess I'm maybe curious how you like how do you protect yourself then from I don't know negative entities approaching you? Like, is there a right. way to fill your space with like positivity so that only like good spirits can come into yeah. contact with you? I don't know. Well, people will have to ask more. People um, okay. Please let us know. Kellen, you are up. Hi. Oh my gosh. This is really cool. Okay. <laughs> so What's your cat's name? You. Um, his name's PETA, like PETA chip. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I love um, cats named after food. Yeah. Um, my aunt and I got, oh, my fiance and I got him. And then um, my aunt was like, you should name him PETA chip. And I was like, okay. So we named him PETA. <laughs> you were just like, damn, sounds great. <laughs> That, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, thank you. He actually doesn't live with me. He lives in Texas, but um, yeah. Um, he's a cat. <laughs> yeah, he's a cowboy. Um, okay, so my story. So this happened maybe, I think it was in October of last year. Um, and my fiance and my dad were downstairs and I told them that I was going to go get ready for the day because we were at my my dad's house, of course. Um, and I went into my dad's room to get ready because my brother's bathroom is disgusting. <laughs> um, okay. so I went into my dad's room and I was getting ready and stuff. And then I started to do my makeup. And the thing with me is I need contacts or glasses to do anything. So I didn't have like my glasses or my contacts in. So I was kind of blurry. And the way that my dad's bathroom like in his room is is like the door doesn't close to the bathroom all the way so like it stays open most of the time and I mean you could claim that it's just because it's old it's an old house and stuff but I I swear I swear to god my dad walked into the room and he went to his side of the bed and then I was like oh hi dad and then he didn't say anything to me and then he just walked out of the room and I was like, yeah. And I was like really confused. And so, and then I heard laughing downstairs. So I looked out of his bathroom window, which was like to the backyard. I could see him and my fiance talking like in the backyard. And it was weird because my dog, our family dog was sitting on my dad's lap. And I was like, there's no way that he could have gone upstairs gone back downstairs and have the dog on his lap in the same amount of time that yeah. I had saw him. So I was like really confused. So I like ran downstairs really, really fast. And I was like, were you upstairs right now? And my dad was like, no, you're crazy. Like, what are you talking about? And I was like, well, I saw you, you were in your room. And he was like, no, I've been down here oh my with, gosh. I've been down here with Arthur the whole time. And I was like, no way that's not okay like <laughs> I literally saw you upstairs he goes well you know it's probably just my energy you know and I was like I sh I shit you not dad I saw you were there you're yeah all and you guys made eye contact yeah 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 and but he didn't say anything to me right. that was the thing he just went to his side of the bed to like grab something or I don't know what he was doing but it was really strange <laughs> it's so weird to me because it's like with doppelgangers, it's so, I always wonder, is it like a weird glitch in time that you're just seeing 
something that's happening in a different parallel universe or is it a spirit mimicking or is it a residual haunting? It's just so strange. Well, yeah. And I kind of think, so uh, that house is haunted by a Eastern Indian lady. And I kind of think that maybe she was like trying to like talk to me. Maybe I'm a witch. So oh. maybe that was what she was trying to do. But mm. like she presented herself as my dad to be like more, I don't know, confronting. I, d- I don't know how to <laughs> But interesting. It seems yeah. like the wrong method to use to communicate because <laughs> I feel like if, if someone mimicked someone in my life that, you know, is alive and like elsewhere in the home, that would terrify me. Right. right. I would immediately yeah. be suspicious of them. Like, what are you trying to do? <laughs> I thought the same thing. And I was like, there's no way that you were up here that fast. And he goes, well, I wasn't up there. So you definitely saw either my energy or because my dad's a big believer in the paranormal. Um, him and him and my stepmom actually run um, their their city's paranormal investigators thing. Oh, um, yeah. So they like um, they're like all into that stuff. And my dad was just like, you know, it's probably just my energy. And I was like, there's no way that that was your energy because that was a full six foot two man that I saw in the mirror. Right. I do wonder, though, like, what if. I wonder if he was thinking about something that was up on his on the bedside table that he wanted to get. Like, is it? I mean, who knows? With there's no answers to anything. Like, did he was he thinking about it so deeply that a part of him like went up there? I don't know. I never thought of that. I just thought it was maybe the ghost that lives in our house. And then that same day when I was done getting ready, there was like a maybe a toddler sized like black blob that ran across the uh, stairwell. Oh. And I, <laughs> yeah, right. Isn't that gross? Yeah, um, scary. But, yeah, but um, I was just like, okay, well, I'm used to that because I've lived in this house for I don't know, 15 years, so I was used to that. But it was really spooky. Yeah, I, I also had do you have something on is... in the background? No, it's my fiance. He's oh my gosh, big. you said no. Like... You should have, you should have not said no. You should have led with the answer because Sabrina, my heart just dropped. We're like. <gasps> I was like convinced that there was an EVP and I wanted to draw attention to it so that I could listen back, but I'm I'm glad. (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, it's him. He's playing video games right now. Um, I also had a thought about the doppelganger dad situation and it made me think because he was like, well, maybe it was my energy. So I started thinking about dreams and like Sabrina specifically, like you do a lot of dreaming, a lot of encounters and sleeping. Yeah. Dream visitations. (laughs) But like, what if it was, you know, when we talk about dreams feeling so real and realistic, what if your dad at some point had a dream and like accidentally displaced himself and like time traveled and like in his dream was like, Oh, and then I saw her in her room. Like he was just like going about his dream. Like, hi, Corinne. No, don't say (laughs) Corinne's trying to blow all of our minds right now. I I believe so fully in, different timelines and the timelines going into each other and that's just spooky it is isn't it and it's hard to think about because it's just so difficult for us to conceptualize it really is um and and to end it out I just wanted to tell you guys that I convinced my fiance to um have our honeymoon in Salem Massachusetts (gasps) yes oh my gosh yeah so we're gonna be ready to go or are you going 
Um, we're uh, going in December after our wedding, and then um, we're staying in Boston, but we're going to take a day trip to Salem. And we're staying in a haunted hotel, which is the Lennox Hotel in Boston. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I, I have beef with the Lennox right now because they used to have <gasps> oh. this amazing chocolate bar buffet all you can eat brunch and they got rid of it and i'm pissed oh i'm so <laughs> sorry corinne no no that's we, okay i'll live we, we was- literally looked up like haunted hotels in boston and there was a ton but the one that was in our budget was the lennox so we were like let's oh, do the God. lennox <laughs> okay, but the lennox that's like such a good location it's right in the middle of everything and you're gonna see so yeah you're gonna have access to everything haunted okay, or not good. okay if you send us an email and we'll, we'll put together some recommendations i know too. i was just gonna say i've got, I've got a list for you i will definitely send you more emails about that house that i was talking about yes. and if we find anything paranormal on our honeymoon then i will send you those too yes we love it oh my gosh that's thank gonna be you guys so, so much i'm thank sorry you. to be a bother in the chat <laughs> no thank you we're so glad we heard your story thank you kellen and congrats on your soon-to-be wedding <sighs> Wow. I feel I like it's so funny smiling. because I know. And and it's just wild how many people grew up in haunted houses. I know. It's okay. spooky. I'm going to bring up Sierra. And then if we have time after that, we'll bring up someone else. Okay. Perfect. And you'll be put on the spot because I don't want to so falsely There promise. will be no warning given. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Hi, Sierra's hey. little costume. <laughs> yeah, that's a picture of me when I was little. Oh, oh so, cute. so cute. Is that a bones necklace? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. I want to recreate. I want I want that to be my costume next year. This is great. <laughs> yeah, I love that picture. But anyways, my hometown is the hometown of Friday Night Lights. I know everybody's Ooh, heard of it. Yeah. yeah. So I went to the rival high school of Odessa High. And we actually have a pretty famous ghost called Betty. Um, Betty. Yeah, ghost Betty. So she was a, um, she loved theater, but in the fall when she got, um, when she, when they got back to school, her theater teacher, instead of, you know, giving her any roles, decided that she was just going to be like a set manager. And so she was brokenhearted. And then on top of that, you know, she was kind of labeled as a as a fast girl, you know, and mm-hmm. um, me too. Back so in high school. her boyfriend, um, the, the boyfriend that she was dating broke up with her. You know, he was, a, you know, the football player and, you know, he was popular and um well she had a lot of issues of course she wasn't very popular because she was labeled as fast and um she ended up begging multiple friends and then finally um her ex-boyfriend his name was matt herring um to kill her and she yeah she didn't think that you know she begged just about all of her friends and, you know, people thought, well, she's, she's being dramatic. She's not being, you know, this isn't real. When did this take place? What was the year? It was the 1960s. I think it was 1961. Oh, this is so sad. My heart is breaking. So um, she finally broke down Mac on this and he decided that, you know, he would help her. 
So on the night, you know, she was hanging out with a friend. She snuck out of her house um, and went to the alley sitting in a car with her friend, Ike. And they were talking when some headlights pulled up behind them. And she's like, oh, I didn't think he would show. And it was Mac. And so she said, I better go. And she said bye to him. So they went out to a field and there was a stock pond and they um, brought a rifle and, you know, she gave him a hug and he asked for a kiss to remember her by. And so they kissed and she grabbed the barrel of the rifle, pointed it at her head and said, now. And he pulled the trigger. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. He then um, took her body out into the pond and weighed her down. Um, This happened in March. I believe it was March 20th. And about two days later, her mom called into the police to, you know, report her missing. And, you know, they asked several students and friends if they knew anything. And finally, you know, Mac got interviewed and his story didn't line up. So he confessed. He said, you know, I only did what she wanted me to. And so, you know, it makes me sad. Took, it's like, was that really the real story or is that the right. story being made was, up? Well, you know, other friends of hers corroborated it. You know, she asked mm-hmm. everybody and oh, nobody was so willing to. Horrible for her. So yeah. he laid out the whole story and he said, I just did what she wanted to what she wanted me to do. And so he was tried and eventually he was found, you know, not guilty. And he let, he led the rest of his life and Odessa, just, you know, regular guy, but Betty, she haunts the high school auditorium. So it's said that, you know, if you go up to Odessa high school and walk up to the auditorium um, doors and you peek in that you'll see Betty. Oh, wow. So did you ever see Betty? I never did. I was never quite courageous enough to get up there. But um, my cousins came to visit from Ohio and I told them the story and they really wanted to go. So we went and one cousin, he ran up there. He looked, he freaked out and he decided to run. So my cousin ran around the school and we decided to meet him around the back. My cousin, my other cousin in the truck with me, saw someone on top of the roof and there's this like tall shadow man walking across the roof of the school. I mean, nobody. This is not what I was expecting. But we, you know, we get to the other side of the field house and my cousin jumps in and as he's running, he freaks out and starts screaming. Apparently the the sprinklers turned on and scared the living crap out of him. <laughs> but he jumps in the truck and he's like, oh, my God, it's true. I, there's there was somebody on the stage. Oh, wow. And, you know, when all the theater kids say, oh, yeah, like when you're under the stage, there's like it's so creepy. You hear things on the runner um, up above the stage and under the stage. And I mean, a lot happens in that school. I had a, wow. a personal experience with her like slamming a door on me. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel so sad for Betty. I, it's like, it's such a tragic story. And it's so sad that no one was able to get her help because clearly she so badly needed some. And yeah, what a terrible way to die. And I don't, I mean, I, it's no surprise that she's still haunting the school. 
I just wish yeah. that, and it sounds like from your experience with her, like slamming the door and, and obviously that, that dark shadow slender man type figure that's there, there, there might be some darkness creeping around. And I just really wish like, even though she, you know, hasn't been able to move on and her spirits still haunting, I really wish she would have, I wish her the opportunity for her spirit to like find peace, even if she is still haunting. I don't want her to be yeah. stuck in this angry, sad state. I want her to, to be back when she was happy and like in her glory. Yeah. Times. I think that's why she sticks in the auditorium because you know she loved acting. Yeah. So I think yeah. that was her happy place. But then, you know, there's kids and other people who come by and kind of taunt her but yeah, that would bother you know, me I think too. she I just really wanted that attention in life that, you know, she just didn't get. Yeah. Right. Wow. Well, growing up is tough, man. I know. Yeah. You well, can look her so up. Much for There's a, something called a kiss before dying. Oh, whoa. Yeah. I definitely want to learn more about Betty. Wow. A Thank you so much, Sierra. We're so grateful for you coming up here and sharing this story. Thanks for letting me tell it. Of course. Have a good night. Have a good night. Oh, you guys, this is the best. I feel like we're just hanging with our besties. Hanging with the besties, swapping ghost stories, hometown haunts, man. This is like so much variety in this. Yeah. And really haunted places that everybody's from. Yeah. 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 It is amazing that we've just like, we have this community, community of haunted people. And not everyone's haunted, but everyone believes or like, wants to believe in the paranormal or is intrigued by the paranormal. And like supports and then, everybody else, too. Yeah. It just, Marissa said it right. We're all spooky besties. We're all just spooky besties here for a good time around our virtual campfire. Yeah. Doing our thing. Doing the best. Doing the best, Doing the best thing put, ever. I'm going to put the Discord uh, link one more time. I just slapped it into the chat. Yes. Join um, it. Discord, I saw a few people asking. Discord is free, and we have a Campfire Stories after party. Karista actually had started started the chain with a group me, so there, I think there's also a group me. But we also have this Discord mm-hmm. channel, and everybody's pretty active in it to, you know, decompress, share some some other stories together. Yeah. In between our Tuesdays until we see you in seven yeah. more days. Yep. It's the best if you think about it. We technically have like three events or spooky tale related to two girls one ghost a week we have this and then the campfire stories from like a three weeks prior comes out tonight at midnight or i guess wednesday and then we have sunday night episodes so it's like yeah we just need things now all week long baby we're gonna like find a way to every every day (laughs) every day a tiktok we'll just go to our tiktok we'll we'll continue to add scary stories to that (laughs) Man, okay. All right. Thank you everyone who shared yes. tonight and everyone who was active in the chat or just listening and supporting. Thank you so much. Wait, Jason. Did you see what Jason just said yes. in the chat? Watch for flowers. She's showing I never, me roses. I never talked about it, did I? No. Oh my gosh. <gasps> okay. Jason. You guys. I know we were just wrapping up, but Corinne does have something to say. I have to say it. Wait, I never said this, Jason. You're this is what, like two mind. two encounters ago, or was it the last one? I can't remember that we read Jason's story and or his email where he said Corinne's spirit guides came through and 
Corinne, you said like, I want to see you in like the version of flowers, no longer as a spider. Yeah. So Jason emailed and said like the, the spiders you've been seeing in between your sort of like waking and sleep phase are your spirit guide, Arachna. And she didn't realize that she was spooking you. She said she won't do that anymore. And then I was like, okay, I'm saying it out loud. Uh, I would just rather see a flower. I don't have any, yes. any, like I have all like house plants. I don't have any flowers. So like just show up as a flower. And what we didn't say was that, and this like blows my mind, the very next morning I go out into my kitchen and my Calenco plant, which I have a few of, and I don't do a great job of taking care of them. So they haven't flowered since I've owned them for like two years. Yeah. One single flower is open on the Calenco Ah! (laughs) and it's been one single flower since. Cause I was like, I was like, Whoa, that's a really crazy coincidence. If this is, if this is a coincidence and it's not just Arachna, I was like, that's wild. But like, you know, it's spring, maybe it's flowering. Maybe it's actually happy. This plant it's been a few weeks and that Sabrina, only that one flower that I sent you a picture of is on the plant stuff. Okay, well, Jason also just said, look out for roses. I'm seeing roses. So I wonder if you'll see anything on vacation. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. All right, I'm on the lookout. I, like, fully believe because that was – it was spooky, like, spooky in the best way when I – Wait, you took a picture. You should post it, post it on our story. I will. It's in our, it's on our text message chat so I can get the exact timestamp one of that. Post it. So everyone after this, Corinne will post it on our Instagram story for everyone to go look at. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) wow i'm so glad we were reminded thank you so much jason this was such a fun episode we love you all it's um yeah next week we do not have a theme but uh we might have a special guest and that is yeah so be on the lookout follow our instagram and yeah we'll we'll see you then but definitely don't miss next week don't we will see you on the other side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we're chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night. Hence the campfire. Download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We will see you there. Very spooky. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.